Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of Scrubs and Sunsets. Um, so I'm Rachel from Canada, and this is my friend and colleague, Jessica, from Hi. the U.S. Hi, guys. So this is our first episode, and uh, we just wanted to welcome you to Scrubs and Sunset and tell you a little bit more about our story, ourselves, why we're doing this, and what's our background. So if you want, let's get right into it. So Jess, if you want to share a little bit your story, where you're from, because uh, I know this question for you is a little complicated, so <laughs> you can get right at it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rachel. Yeah, so as she said, my name is Jessica. I am from the United States. Um, I live in Northern California currently, um, but I was actually born in Singapore, and I lived in Indonesia, the Philippines, um, Thailand, and traveled a lot growing up. My dad was an engineer and he was in the military when he was younger, so he made lots of connections overseas and really taught me that, you know, this is a global world and we should not just stay in one place for a very long time. It's so important to go out and see the world. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of what my growing up experience was like, moving all the time and I do still consider California home because I went to school here a lot and whatnot. I kind of bounced back and forth. Um, but the first like eight years of my life were spent in Asia and then back to California. And then I went for a year of high school to the Philippines specifically. So um, that's yeah, awesome. Traveling. I know. Yeah, it's it's unique. Can you tell me like um, what was your favorite country to live in? Oh, my abroad? goodness. Favorite country to live in would definitely be the Philippines. Um, the people are incredible. The food is incredible. And yeah. I I loved it. They also have a big expat population. So honestly, mm -hmm. anything you can get in the U.S., you can get there, which makes it Were so you in Manila? Yes. I was in uh, Fort Bonifacio, Makati City, if anyone is familiar. And I went to ISM. Um, really great school. Really hard school. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> community have very difficult curriculums um really I, my friend is also from japan and she had a really really <gasps> tough yes. science curriculum yeah it's definitely it was harder than college in my opinion but yeah uh that was kind of my <laughs> my like upbringing so what's your story yeah so i am from canada uh in a from a small town northeast of quebec um the province of quebec and now is in Quebec. I, I basically uh, all the time as I became older, as I became an adult. So I moved from Quebec City to Ontario. I spent a few years there for work. Um, after that, I moved to Dubai, where I am right and uh, just about to move to the Caribbeans now. So it's quite exciting for me as well. And um, yeah, my, my, uh, Travel is a big part of my life. I've been to like 66 countries so far and loved all of them uh, with no ex exceptions. But <clears throat> I would say, yeah, for me, like uh, growing up, my parents were very open with, you know, showing us how to travel, how to be able to go anywhere by ourselves um, and always, always be safe wherever we go. But I mm -hmm. think it just really helped me grow and helped me be so curious about the world that um, I think it's it's one of the big reasons why I wanted to live abroad a few years ago when I came to Dubai. Um, and now definitely for me living on an island. So yeah, this is kind of, 
yeah this is that perspective um so yeah do you want to talk about about your a little bit about your educational background so um not everybody is always considering to be a doctor uh from you know from their young age and I think both of us have had a bit of a different oh yeah other than that so yeah you can definitely tell me about it yeah absolutely so with moving and everything (laughs) growing up especially in high school moving around I definitely did not excel in school Um, and I do think it was kind of looking back I think it's kind of unfair because I was moving so much and so much was happening in life you know what I mean that it made Mm -hmm. it difficult to be a straight student um, and focus solely on that so I was not thinking I'm going to Harvard or doing really well in college, but I wanted to go to college for sure. So uh, my favorite class in school was definitely biology always. I found it so interesting. So when I started community college here in the States, that's kind of just a two year, it's usually really casual and affordable uh, and often looked down upon, but I completely disagree with that. I think it's a great resource. I just took a biology class just kind of for fun and I wanted to see if it's something you know I was smart enough to pursue because I was kind of doubting myself in that area and Mm -hmm. I took a few other classes as well you know like English and math and kind of the basics but I was most excited about that class so I took that class and I took an anthropology class which is like the study of humans and I ended up excelling really well in that class um, shockingly I actually ended up with the highest grade in that biology class and I do not say that to brag because for me, that was like climbing Everest. Um, Absolutely. That, that was like huge. I seriously thought I was inintelligent. I thought I was so dumb, whatever. So that gave me the confidence to think, okay, I can pursue something in the STEM field and, and really move forward with that. So then I was like, okay, I think I'm going to look into this. So I started looking into nursing, the PA route, and P route, MD route. I knew I loved working with people and that was really important to me. So as I was moving through kind of those career paths, which I think almost everyone who is considering medicine does, I just Mm -hmm. fell in love with the MD route. Like the fact that it was so long to me was a benefit, not a deterrent. I love that you get to get the most in-depth education on the human body and how it works. And you really get to help people in the most vulnerable spots in their life. Um, So that's kind of what brought me to that. And since then, I was kind of um, moving through the courses and educational path to get to med school. Um, I ended up getting married in the middle of college, really young, and having to work a lot. And so my plans kind of switched up. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's very as common. life happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, life definitely happened. So um, I kind of put it on the back burner and, you know, kind of focused on working. So I did all kinds of jobs. I was a florist, a wedding planner. I was, um, I worked as a vet tech, which that was really fun. That's um, awesome. I worked for an acupuncturist, like all kinds of different jobs, which I think was one of the most valuable things I could have ever done because you really learn what you don't want in a career and what you do want in a career. And I just 
was even more sure I wanted to become a physician. So that's when I started the research to figure out how to do that and landed on St. James School of Medicine. And I knew I was going to go abroad. So I knew I was either going to go to the Australia Medical School that has a U.S. program, Ireland, Mm -hmm. or the Caribbean. So we can get more into why St. James, but that's kind of where I was coming from. That's awesome. I like that too, because, you know, I feel like when you grow up doing different things and when you have different experiences at work, it just makes you a bit more mature um, and you kind of understand the the healthcare system a bit better before you jump in. So I think for me, it was very similar, actually. Um, So I never dreamt of being a physician (laughs) before uh, this, I would say, last year or two. I basically went to college as well. I mean, in Canada, we call it university because college yeah. for us is kind of like a pre-uni. But uh, yeah, I went to university as a teacher, actually. Um, and I loved it for two years or so. But then I realized that it's just, it's not really well-funded. Uh, there's a lot of, I, I love the time with the kids. I love to learn from them. But it's just, everybody was depressed. Everybody was mm-hmm. like overworked. And I just felt like, okay, I'm not sure this is what I want to pursue. Uh, And I was very young, obviously. Um, So I went into uh, like an HR component for a semester. And I was like, nope, this is not for me. (laughs) And then, yeah, and then I met someone um, who was in the pharmaceutical industry. And the second we met, he was like, you need to join this industry. Like, it's awesome. You're really good at speaking and, you know, like Mm -hmm. with people. And I think you'd be good at it. And I was like, what's the farm industry? Like, I'm not a doctor. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, no, no. All you need is a degree. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I haven't finished my degrees yet. And um, <clears throat> sorry. And basically, he, he ended up telling me, listen, like, if I was you, I would focus on, like, marketing, management, business, something like that, that you can kind of mm-hmm. apply after that. And basically, uh, it was a good timing because I, w- I could do all those classes online. And uh, I ended up at Bayer, the uh, German company, uh, which was awesome. Such a so really, cool. really, really, yeah, really good first company to get in. Um, and then I spent it almost a year there on a contract. I was replacing someone on maternity leave. And then as soon as that was over, I got a more long-term offer with AstraZeneca that everybody knows what? now because yeah. <laughs> um, But I was working mostly with Forziga, which is a SGLT2 inhibitor. So for diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, for type 2 diabetic patients. And uh, I ended up working also in women's health with Bayer at the beginning. Like I did a, a few different things, cardiology. And then I just really loved being close to the patients. And I felt mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I want more. But, oh, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, in pharma, you also have the business side of things. Like you can't really spend too much time with the patients because they want to keep a, a clear line between, you know, you're not the doctor, yeah. you're not help them with their with their physical issues so yeah. I learned so much though from the doctors that I've met there because um, you work literally with doctors all day and I just got more interested I would say but still I wasn't mm-hmm. sure um, so then I ended up in um, head office for AstraZeneca in Canada and I was doing the training for respiratory uh, our, our big brand was Simbaport, obviously so mm-hmm. Simbaport at that time has been on the market for what 15 15 or 16 years and we were trying to you know just educate um, all the doctors in Canada about how do we make it easy for the patients because it was it, it's just you know it's an old medication kind of it's yeah. been there for a while and there's just 
out there right now that everybody was confused. So that was really interesting as well because you, I worked on the other side. I was not selling anymore, you know, or promoting. I was more on the side of uh, working alongside the doctors and telling them, listen, what do you need from us? What do your patients need? Um, what's the bigger challenge you have in your practice? And so I got really close to them and th this was awesome. Um, but then the other part of my life, <coughs> which is the super adventurous part of myself, got really like much bigger. And I was in my mid-20s and I really wanted to travel as much as possible. So I, I decided that I would take like a corporate break that I call. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> I just joined Emirates Airlines, which is one of the biggest and most expensive, yeah. uh, beautiful airlines in the world. So it was a very nice experience. Um, I just resigned now. Uh, but it, it really allowed me to travel to like more than 25 countries in the year before the pandemic. So it was really awesome. Um, But yeah, it was. I knew it was a chapter. I knew it was just for a little bit. Um, yeah. During that time, I did my master's in public health. So I'm just about to finish that as well before med school. Uh, I'm in my research phase. And yeah, I think that's kind of how my life got uh, closer to medicine. Like when I started my master's, I wasn't sure what I was going to do after. But the more I was going through the courses and the, the coursework, I was getting more and more interested in like, oh my God, like there's, there's mm -hmm. ways that I could people in remote locations or in conflict areas. And I was just like, basically the best way to get there is become a doctor. Yeah. Um, first, I wanted to apply to the university that I'm with. I'm working, I'm sorry, I'm studying with the uni in uh, Nicosia in Cyprus. And my master is online because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But then... Uh, I just opened my horizons to many different options. And uh, when I found out about the Caribbeans, I was like, oh my God, this is literally my dream of living on an yeah. island. So why not? So yeah, this is kind of like my educational and professional background, I would say. But um, yeah, we can definitely talk about uh, why did we choose SJSM? Because I think both of us kind of... Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I think when you're researching medical schools, there is so much information and it can be so overwhelming, especially when yeah. you're like us and you're totally willing to go all over the globe, pretty much, you know, yeah, absolutely. there was no borders for me. Um, and definitely not for you. You were already living overseas. Um, mm -hmm. so I kind of started with the United States schools, but nothing seemed to really click. I don't know. I don't know why it just seemed like I don't want to be here anymore. I really want to travel. I did many yeah. years since I had uh, traveled and I really wanted something new. So when I was researching um, as a U.S. citizen or whatnot, I did want a school that had some association with the United States. So yeah, definitely. That was really important to me. Um, I was researching abroad schools and I found so many. If you were looking for medical schools and you were willing to travel, there are so many options for you. I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, there's one in Singapore, which is where I was born and it's a beautiful, amazing country. Um, mm -hmm. So I basically kind of narrowed it down to Caribbean in general. I narrowed it down to Ireland. They have a few there. And yeah, yeah. Australia, which I cannot think of the name of it right now, but they have one that like does rotations in Louisiana. So um, the Caribbean was definitely the closest. And since I married, we have family here, you know, um, that was important as well. Also, 
it is by far the most beautiful. I'm sure, I mean, Australia, I've been there, it's beautiful, it is <laughs> too. But the weather, living on an island, when else will you ever be able to do that again? Absolutely. Like, that's just a dream. It, it's been one of my main selling points as well. So I totally get you. Totally. So um, within the Caribbean, there are a lot of different school options. And St. James just really stood out to me. It's on Anguilla. They have two campuses, but we are both going to Anguilla. And Anguilla is so beautiful. I mean, it's hard not to just look at it and not fall in love. And then with the school, um, I think one of the big selling points for a lot of people is the financial aspect of it. It is Mm -hmm. slightly more affordable than others, which is so important, especially with student loans adding up. And if you were like Rachel and I, and I think we're both really open to, you know, practicing anywhere and hopefully being able to go do those trips, you know, in Africa or developing countries. Yeah. Not having to deal with that many loans is a huge benefit. So that was one thing that caught my eye. I was like, okay, that seems good. And then I reached out to a bunch of prior students and just ask them about their experience. And they were saying there's like a research portion during your school, you can get published, which that is so important for your resume going forward. Yeah. And uh, all your rotations are in the US for the second half. I don't. I was just getting more and more impressed the more I learned about the school. So yeah, that was kind here. of where I was coming from. If you want to get maybe to that point and then we can talk a little more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, it was, like I said, very easy living abroad for more than two years now. I just felt like I don't want to go back to Canada right now. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I love my country, I just felt I would be really bored after transitioning from a huge, you know, cosmopolitan city like Dubai and going to, you know, like even Toronto seemed too mm-hmm. small for me at the time. Not too small, but same, same as before. Um, and so the idea of going to the U.S. crossed my mind. But then I found that I think I would get more value from uh, the Caribbeans because I knew already by talking to students as well, looking Mm -hmm. up online information, um, that a lot of the students have completely different backgrounds. Some of them go back to school with their parents. Some of them, um, you know, have been engineers and they decide they want to change and go to medicine. And I just felt like I would learn so much from that type of variety and the people that we would meet. Um, and that obviously, like I said before, for me, big bucket list item. Uh, yeah. To live on <laughs> oh my God, it's kind of like now or never. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and to be fair, like everybody I've been telling um, in Dubai or my friends in Europe, they're just like, this is the best combination of studying and living. Like med yes. school for me, couldn't be done better. So I know there's a bit of, um, you know, like some people say, oh, no, like, don't go that route. Yeah. But I just find like, it's really just a stereotype that we keep entertaining for nothing. Because at the end of the day, if you have the same license rights, and you have the same exams and step exams and all that, like you can practice. um, Mm -hmm. You just have a better experience overall. Like I wouldn't see myself going to like, Arkansas, and and study there for four years like I I feel like I it wouldn't be the same experience for me personally you know nothing against the state but it's just an example of why I wanted to be on an island and I felt like it would be just a different vibe completely so and then yeah I, I reached out to different students and the first thing that really really like 
convinced me, I would say, was how nice everybody was. Everybody I reached out to was like super willing to help, answered my questions, um, like literally just told me everything they knew, uh, told me not to worry and helped me with, you know, obviously the few things I wanted to know more specifically about admission. Um, and even their, their experience overall was really like, you know, you make the best out of it. So yeah. go for it. And I really like that mentality. I don't like when things are extremely like too organized where you can't really, you know, start a new club or yeah, do your, be own. your own person. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought this was a perfect size school for the aspirations that I have, obviously, and also to just learn from different people. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I think it's just completely different, but also like a really cool experience. I definitely want to second some of the things you said. Um, the people and their backgrounds are so, so interesting. We have someone yeah. who is an Olympic fencing. I forget what that yeah. term is. But she does fencing in the Olympics. She was just in Olympics. How cool yeah. is that? And I agree. Almost everyone seems to be like a little bit older. They're not necessarily the traditional student who goes to four years of undergrad um, when they're 22, they go straight into med school. That's not our stories. And it's really nice to be around people who this might be their second, third career path, second, yeah. third degree. They have military ex- experience. Um, also, the and classes being so small. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's super nice to normalize that, you know, in medicine. Yes. I think it's like the new generation of med students. And I think it's awesome. Yeah, I would not, if I could go back, I wouldn't do four years and go straight into med school. There's so much valuable experience to be Same. had. I would never do that to myself. Absolutely not. Um, I think that works for people and I think that's really great. But age, experience, maturity, like being married for me has been such a benefit and all these things that people usually wait, you know, till mm-hmm. after school to do or whatnot. Um, yeah. I love that. And I love that the school is, you know, has a lot of people in that same situation. And the classes are so much smaller. Like other Caribbean schools have like 600 people classes. Mm -hmm. I would not like that. Like I want a close knit group. I want the study groups, you know, rooting for each other, not competitive, not like super cutthroat. Yeah. So those were definitely, I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we talk about a little bit like why we wanted to do this podcast? <laughs> Definitely. So we were both, as we said, reaching out to students, trying to get as much info as possible. Not yeah. only are we going into medical school, but we are moving on to a 16 mile long island. Sorry, I'm using yeah. mile because I am United <laughs> States That's nice. person. But yeah. Um, so that comes with its own unique set of challenges. And we were just trying to look for more information and, you know, what to pack, what to bring. I, I know I personally have prescriptions. Like, how do you get those there? Uh, just all those little things that come up with this big move. Um, yeah. So as we were looking for that information, we were thinking, wow, maybe we could help people out who are coming in in the future because we are gathering all this information and she will get info that I didn't get and we can kind of like help each other out Um, absolutely so we definitely want to share that with a broader group of people because 
there are just so many things, you know, with a smaller school that maybe people just don't know as much about. We definitely want to spread awareness on all those little tips and tricks that we've learned along yeah. the way. And if I can add to this, I would even yeah. say like, for me, it's, it's also, I'm a very like visual and curious person and yeah. I need to feel it and hear it from others. Um, mm -hmm. And if I have a good feeling, like I'll just go for it. And I mean, obviously there's a really good, uh, well done website by the school yes. that explains you a lot of things about admission. Like for me, there's even a section, if you're a Canadian uh, mm -hmm. student, what, what is important to know. Um, there's testimonials from students, from like graduated yeah. students and even uh, actual students. There's so many things that I could get my hands on, but I still wanted a bit more, you know? Yeah. I wanted like, someone to tell me like what are they packing when they when yeah. they go to Anguilla you know um what's important to know before you immigrate there what's mm -hmm. important to you know to to prepare like what should you mm -hmm. buy all these things that obviously you will probably get those inf like all that information in all the emails that are about yeah. to come but before you even apply it's awesome to know what to expect and I think we can both agree on the fact that um We've ha both had a lot of questions from people either on Instagram mm -hmm. or on yep. book or people around us that are like, hey, but tell me more about that school because, yep. you know, I want to know from actual people what's the experience and everything. So I think that's the main reason we just want to help the next people after us. And uh, we want to do a little project on the side, which will keep us even more busy. <laughs> Let our um, creativity kind of come out to yeah. you know, have fun oh, during med like school. You know, like we'll look at that later and listen to it <laughs> yeah absolutely so yeah um do you want to touch a bit on also what we're planning to explore through this whole podcast because I know we have a lot in our heads mm -hmm. that we want to touch on uh we have ideas even oh, like yeah. images <laughs> in our heads yes, but yeah what are a few things you think you you would like to talk about and and explain to others for sure. So with this podcast, like you said, um, we have a lot of ideas. We want to push out a lot of content to be as useful as we possibly can. So definitely expect that from us. Um, we are going to talk about the admissions process, um, what we're packing, how we're preparing to move to an island. And I am going with my husband and three dogs. So if you... Wow. <laughs> So there'll be some extra info if you are traveling with pets <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, yeah, for sure. All of those details. Um, so it'll be a mix of school stuff, life stuff that comes along. Also, I think we'll kind of just share. Um, I don't know if you mentioned this, but we're starting in January. So yeah. we're at the beginning phases. So we're speaking about this as we're actually going through it which I think is really cool because we aren't like forgetting any details that we're not looking back and like, Oh, I think a year ago, this is what we had to do. Like, no, this is no, no, this is now our immigration documents are due like <laughs> December 1st. So we're in yeah. like the thick of it. We know exactly what's happening. All the little quirks and tips and tricks. Updated and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, our first week of classes, we're definitely going to, chat about how that was is it crazy overwhelming oh my gosh what are we doing just all these yeah. things that I think you can be so nervous about going into it um just kind of showing you inside of what it's really like to be at St. James specifically because that's where we will be but maybe mm -hmm. even if you're just going to a Caribbean school in general mm -hmm. or if you're moving abroad in general you know we'll probably go through a little bit of homesickness or you know just kind of those normal things that happen yeah. with life um 
but overall it'll be a good mix of school and island life that's kind of where our name scrubs and sunsets come in so absolutely yeah we didn't even explain that yet <laughs> but <laughs> I was like oh yeah we have not said that yeah to mention it now now that we're about to close it up but yeah I would even add, like for me also I I I tried to find on Instagram a lot of like accounts that were talking about, you know, food, like what are the best restaurants, yes. where to find local seafood shop, um, you know, how to get involved in the community, what kind of volunteering we could do as med students. Um, and yeah, like for me, I love surfing, for example. So I would love yeah. to know which beach I've found a few spots to surf, but I would love to know if there's a community out there of people doing activities and, you know, like, sundowners at sunset yep. to have a little glass of wine and just take it easy on a weekend mm -hmm. like all those things are things that it's very hard um and i think it's the same for most islands in the world islands are just their own thing um yeah. they're not always oversharing everything they're doing and everything they have but um yeah. i think it'll be like our, our purpose and our goal to do that for for everyone that's interested definitely and i would love um I think we've talked about this, having someone that's local explain, mm -hmm. like, what's your life like? I would love definitely. to know. Someone who grew up on the island, you know, how yeah, like, what the differences are. Um, we're definitely people that when we travel, we're not necessarily just doing touristy activities. I think we're, we're really in speaking with the locals, learning about them. You can just learn yep. so much that way. So it's the best. It's just it is. Best. That is like the most important thing to me. So I'm so yeah. excited to learn about the community and we are so close to other islands too. So St. Martin yeah. is right there. St. Bart. Yeah. It's just, it'll be so, so, so much fun. So yeah. And we're both um, really interested in having a life while in med school. You know what I mean? We'll have to study. We'll have to work hard. As much as possible, though, finding those little moments, even if it's just a morning stroll on the on the beach, getting those yeah, little moments where you, yes, yeah. absolutely. And how do you feel about the move? Are you excited? I am so uh, excited. So this is going to be very California of me. Let me look at our, my weather right now because I'm freezing. It's fifty six oh, degrees. Really? It's fifty six degrees. Okay. What's uh, that? Fahrenheit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not hot. Let's just right? say it's not cold <laughs> to anyone else. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm like full on in sweaters and whatnot. So, um, so you're meant to be there. I'm meant to be. It's also raining. <laughs> um, but I am so excited. Like, I have not traveled in a long like, time. Three or eh? four years, which that wow. is insane for me. That is crazy. I, think I, would die. <laughs> I am this close. <laughs> And yeah, I also you need live in like a pretty boring area. Like Northern California is not the Southern California you see. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. In the I'm movies. excited. I'm so excited. And do you feel any fear? Like, are you like a bit like stressed before moving, or not really? You're going on with this attitude of just like, let's do it. I think stress is kind of a good term. Luckily, I have started like we've started packing things up and whatnot. We are in a like three or four bedroom home right now. So there's a lot to move and get rid of because we can't take yeah. that much stuff. So I think that kind of stuff, like the packing and getting it all down to what we actually need to like two suitcases. I don't know how I'm going to travel we'll light. Dis we'll discuss mm -hmm. that in another episode. Um, but, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that'll probably be <laughs> But um, 
I'm a little overwhelmed with that, but I probably should have fear, but I don't right now. Like, maybe no, that's the, good. the school stuff, I think that, you know, med school is really, really tough, and, you know, that can be a little scary, but moving to the island, that I'm so It's excited. fun. I'm I agree, and I'm happy that I'm sharing this podcast with you because we're both quite adventurous and we're oh, yeah. quite, <laughs> that's different type of people. Um, yeah. So hopefully it inspires other people to think the same way or to kind of go over their fears or, um, you know, Definitely. little things that they worry about. For me, it's very similar as well. Like, um, I'm about to leave Dubai in a month. At the moment, I'm focused, extremely focused on my thesis for my master's degree. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that like all day, every day. Uh, we're doing the enrollment for med school at the same time. Yep. Uh, I had to resign from Emirates Airlines. So it was mm-hmm. just a lot. When you leave a country behind, there's a lot of things to think about, obviously. So I would say that I'm a bit overwhelmed yeah. just with the amount of things to do. But hey, we're just recording a podcast right now. So it's not that bad. You know, we're still managing sure. our time quite well. Oh, and yeah. um I'm very excited as well. Like I'm, I'm really happy to move on. I knew that being a flight attendant was not my career. Uh, now that I found something that really interests me for the long run, I'm so mm-hmm. ready to move on. Um, and also, I'm planning on finishing my research before um, starting med school, or just in the same time. So it, it yeah. should all fall into place. But the move itself, I mean, bring it on. It's oh yeah, the nice. move itself, I. I've done that a million times. Yeah, and, and much I, shorter notice. So this is exactly like, same here. Like Dubai for me, when I moved to Dubai, it was like three week notice. So it was extremely fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have time to prepare everything. I think my only and like thing that annoy me is just the um, the whole travel process. Like now I have yeah. to pack my life out of Dubai, yeah. bring it to Canada for a month, and then again mm-hmm. leave. So it's more of those things. But you know, at the end of the day. Every day goes by so fast when you're into those transition yeah. periods. It should be fine. For um, sure. Yeah. For and by right the now, way, yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, for me right now, I feel like I'm kind of feeling like I just want to get there. Like we're in November. Yeah. It's November 9th, and we. Uh, I personally uh, leave January 3rd, and we'll arrive January 4th. So I'm kind of like. I'm like, I kind of want to just get there. I wish it was like next week, but I am grateful for holidays with the family and all those kind of last. Exactly. It'll be like the last everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I have a trip to the Maldives planned before I leave Dubai. So that's going to be my very big, exciting trip before I leave. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to do as much as I can before leaving, obviously, Uh, Mm -hmm. with those special prize tickets. It's always nice. All right. I think we covered pretty much everything we wanted to say for that first episode. Um, But maybe we could finish with like, because we're talking about ourselves and, you know, what brought us here. Like, do you have a interest or beginning of an interest in a certain specialty um, at the moment? Because I want to look back into this in in two, three, four and be like, oh my God, I was so right, or I was completely wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I am very open-minded. When I think of medicine, I definitely love (laughs) like the science behind it and the people and whatnot. I am not going into it. I need this one specialty. Mm -hmm. I personally am interested in some sort of surgical specialty though. Because I feel like some people are like, absolutely no surgery. Don't want to do that. That's not the lifestyle for me. I am interested in that. Um, so things like general surgery, 
a subspecialty might be something I'm interested in. Also, OBGYN sounds mm-hmm. very interesting to me. Family medicine, I could see myself doing. So as you can tell, I'm very open. But in general, somewhere along those lines. If I were betting, if I were going to look back at this when we do our match, yeah. I think I'm going to end up in general surgery. That, if I had that's to pick cool. one, that's what I think I would end up in. But we'll yeah, see. Yeah, definitely. You see, for me, it's like the opposite. I kind of want to do everything. Like I've been researching so much these days about what do I want to like, you know, what's important for me, lifestyle, hours, yeah. um, type type of practice. And I could like, I get bored very easily. So mm-hmm. I was thinking of emergency medicine or mm-hmm. obviously OBGYN, I think is interesting because you get a bit of a surgical aspect. Yeah. You get a bit like you get a lot of like, obviously like disease prevention and all that, mm-hmm. but you also get to the liver. So there's just so many aspects that I thought it was interesting. Uh, so yeah, OBGYN, emergency. I even like the idea of neurology as oh, intense yes. as it sounds. I don't know like why. I, I don't see many students applying. Apparently, there's always spots that are unfilled. Um, because obviously, it's, it's quite debilitating, right? So yeah, like, you're, like in their nature, neurological diseases are quite debilitating. So people yeah. say that sometimes they really want to do it but then they go on rotations and they realize it's too hard for them or so there's a lot of components I don't know how that's going to end up but even I was looking at the subspecialties and fellowships in in neurology and there's so many interesting ones that are either either um, heavier on procedures uh, you could be in the OR thing neurosurgeons there's so many things you could be doing without going into neurosurgery so yeah I don't know Internal medicine could also be an option if I'm not sure yet at that point what I want to do because then you also have so many options once you're done. Like it's just there's so many options. But anyway, let's see how that changes throughout the years. But I just wanted to touch on that before we start. Yeah, that's the fun stuff. I really I we will definitely have to look back on this and and think what was I thinking? I I'm going to do radiology or something really, you know, not like totally different, which radiology sounds really cool too. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to look back and see. Same. Well, Jess, I have to say that was fun. That was for the first, (laughs) first episode. So that was our story. Um, the next episode should be released soon. And we're going to talk about a bit more in detail about the admission process, right? Specifically at, uh, St. James school of medicine. Um, our experience going through it, uh, we we looked obviously at all the different steps and made sure that everything is in there. So we're going to talk about um, everything you need to prepare before you apply, what you should know, what you should do. Um, and yeah, kind of tell you a yeah. bit of our experience going through that. Definitely. And I think that should be helpful because I was alone doing it in my computer. And a few times I was like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Or should I do something different? So definitely, I think we should um, yeah, touch on all the important points. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll awesome. be an awesome, awesome podcast. So stay tuned. Check that one out. Um, please feel free to let us know if you have any specific topics yes. you want us to discuss. We're completely Indeed. open. Um, yeah, so let us know. Let us know if there are any technical issues or something like that as well. This is our first yeah. ever podcast. So just be patient with us. Yeah, we'll be in the process. Sure. 
<laughs> so yeah, just, uh, uh, we're so excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we look forward to doing many, many more of these. So yes, we hope it's helpful. And please uh, subscribe. Um, also look up your, our Instagram, which is Scrubs and Sunsets Podcast. So you can see yes. every time a new podcast is released. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for being there. Thanks for listening. Thank Thanks for being with us. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.